for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House. Welcome back. It is the 10 o'clock hour, hour number four of Rosie on the House. And following our home maintenance calendar, we're covering windows. I get it, covering windows. (laughs) We're covering windows all month long. We started with window selection with Pella. We we then went to install with Dunright. Then last week we had exterior window treatments. Now we're interior window treatments. How are we going to cover the inside of our windows? Huge investment that we've had already. And you're just going to make this more expensive now for me. Absolutely. That's how we roll. Yeah, that's what we're here for. <laughs> we have Steve Majeski, the Director of Operations from B&B Blinds, along with Chris Thomas, the ex- uh, Executive Director. That's correct. And how many different options do I have now? I, we've, we've had so many choices we've had to make from selecting the type of window, our exterior treatments. Now we're coming to the inside. When is this decision processing ever going to end? <laughs> It's uh, you have so many different options nowadays, um, and depending on your budget, that's what everything is going to allow. You know, your your allowances, whatever you have left, because typically most people don't think about their window coverings until after they've done everything else, and uh, they don't leave a budget. So, budget wisely, um, but you have between, is that where you see foil taped in the? Window? Oh yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> always yeah. Yeah, somebody's Elmo sheets that they uh, that their kids used to sleep in. Yeah, taped to the windows. Uh, always a good look in a community. Um, yeah, if uh, you can do just about anything with a window covering nowadays, uh, you got shutters, roller shades. Roller shades are quite popular right now. Um, motorized, especially automation, is is huge. Anything you can run with your iPhone is becoming more and more popular with the Google Home, the Alexas, uh, any any home automation system is becoming uh, well equipped to run your shades as as well as everything else in the house for the most part. But there are just about any possibility of window coverings that are out there. Uh, when you mentioned going into automation, what kind of install are we looking at here? I mean, do we have to run power to the window now and we're ripping up drywall or is it wireless how how intrusive is that ideally if the forethought was put into the job uh, you would have wired it before you put your windows in Um, if we've gotten past those stages there's always uh, there there are always possibilities uh, with the use of batteries low volt systems it's always retrofittable. There's always a way to make that work. Batteries are a really big option right now for folks that have already got the walls are already sealed up. Windows are in. Paints are already in. We can do anything within reason with a battery operated system. So it's it's still a possibility. Ideally you want to you want to have enough forethought and enough pre installation done. Have the wiring done have us show up before you've closed the walls up that it would even be better because then we can help you with that without having to worry about ever to change you know ever changing batteries later on so and that's a great point because at that same time you could also drop in your low voltage security wire if you yep. and even if you don't plan on ever going uh to a security system or, or rolling automation the cost of the infrastructure is so minute Oh, yeah. That it's worth the investment just sure. to have that add-on option later. Sure. Well, and it, it increases the the value of your house as well. You can always tell them, 
you know, your, your future homeowner or, or home buyer that the house is pre-wired. It's set for smart home. You can, if you're already kind of going that way, at least they know that they can move into that fully if it's already pre-wired, if you've, if you've thought far, far enough in advance about it. So. Shutters, blinds, drapes. Walk me through how you walk a customer through selecting which one of these or, or narrowing it down. Well, that, that's going to come down to how we pre-qualify with our customers. You know, what have they had before? What did they like about it? What did they not like about it? What have they thought about? Um, what have they had their eyes on? Um, sometimes there's a dream and there's a budget that don't align. So we kind of, kind of search options. Um, as far as getting to that point with a person, there might be some compromises. A lot of that, again, back to Steve's point about budget. Um, a lot of folks don't know what window coverings can actually cost. Some of them can be very economical. Some of them can be very uh, decorative. Spendy. <laughs> and, it, and it all has to do with the size of the window. So with the pre-qualification and that, having that upfront conversation with our clients is to identify, again, what it is that they're wanting to accomplish. Uh, is it privacy? Is it efficiency? Cutting down heat in the house? Or is it just purely aesthetics and they've always had their mind on shutters? Uh, maybe they can't afford shutters in the whole house, and we find some type of happy balance where we coordinate maybe some phobic lines in the living spaces and shutters only on the front-facing portion of the house, so they kind of get the the curb appeal effect with it as well and have that look, but not necessarily have to spend on the whole house. And you had mentioned all the, the points, your decorative, your heat gain, your privacy. What about functionality? How How often are we trying to... A sliding glass doors is the first thing that comes to mind. What a pain in the neck to try and get an interior compliment that, you know, those plastic strips that hang and you close them mm -hmm. with the rope on the back and the <clears throat> whole thing goes and the blade breaks off and you got the little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're referring to verticals, <laughs> which verticals are the most economical solution to put on a sliding glass door coupled with functionality. However, the next step up, the price gap, can be kind of a jump between the second tier, third tier, fourth tier, et cetera, from that first tier of, of vertical blinds. Um, very popular these days is we're doing a lot of roller shades on sliders, especially a lot of the new homes have multi-sliders that are not your standard six or eight foot width. They're getting 12. We've done some that are 20 feet wide with big window view sliders. Correct. Now, when you say rollers, are we rolling them vertically up? They're going up. Correct. Yeah, you have horizontal. Uh, essentially, the bottom rail rolls horizontally towards the, the top of the window. The the verticals are you know, your side to side are are relatively dated at this point. You know, it's uh, and most people I think when they when they're inside of a home that they've purchased, they typically don't go for the vertical because that's what they saw in their apartment complexes or their rental home or whatever it was that they came from. So they're trying to get into something that's a little less dated, something that's more modern, something that's going to be more along the lines of everything else they've got in the house. And verticals, they serve a purpose. I mean, they, they do what they're supposed to do, but they're, uh, they're just not the look. They're, not, now, they're typically not the look people want. Now, what kind of material is the horizontal roller? What what kind um, of fabric options typically, do I have? Typically, it's, um, it's vinyl or polyester. Uh, and the polyesters nowadays are, are quite nice. They can be uh, decorative, different patterns. 
uh, different weaves. The the ones that are probably the the type that are most common and most popular for us are what they call uh, it's kind of a sheer uh, sheer weave type uh, shade. It almost looks like a screen shade, like an exterior screen shade, but it's made into a, a vinyl polyester uh, weave, and you can roll that thing up. It, you can get them as long as uh, probably 16 feet long if you had to and still make them roll. Um, it's it's one of those products that you've got several different fabric uh, weave styles, patterns, colors. Uh, typically, you know, folks will end up either trying to match with their wall color or their trim color, but there's almost always something that will work inside of a, in a roller shade slash screen shade. It, it just is a it's a very easy way to to work inside of a house now i know this can be a very hard question is there an average cost per square foot i mean there's so many factors it's how many are you doing on the home uh yeah the color option the the turnaround time there's so many facts but is there a general per square foot calculation that people could stand back and say okay i've got an eight by six door this sounds really cool i'm going to be looking at 36 square feet of coverage that's going to run me no idea no idea <laughs> no it's so many factors they're, that they're, come into play the fabric selection itself opacity control know, type control type whether it's manual or motorized um if it has to be one shade two shades just depending on it's all and that's all comes down to the consultation process as well and figuring out what type of taste they have in fabrics and yeah you know, if, if one fabric prices somebody out of their budget, we might have some other alternatives potentially, just depending on what they like. Well, and it's just like anything else where you have name brands. I mean, you've got you've got the, you know, Norman, we, we carry Norman Hunter Douglas are our two major retail players. Uh, Hunter Douglas, just the name itself is kind of the Cadillac of window coverings. So if if there's something that a customer's seen on you know on the TV or whenever they're running their advertisements, that might make them think that they can afford that. But the name Hunter Douglas typically, you have to have a budget for that and you have to be prepared for that. Norman is a lot more customer. Um, it's more budget friendly, um, but it doesn't have the name. So a lot of folks they see what or they've had it in the past they've seen it in their in their friends' homes, yeah. You know, it just is. Sometimes the name matters. Some people are just you know it's just the way it goes. Um, for some of us, name is nothing. It's it's the quality of the product. It's it's going to be relatively equal. Um, Hunter Douglas won't say that, and Norman would probably disagree. That all I mean they all think they're the best, uh, which is good. Everybody should strive for you know for perfection or the best. So there's there's just something about Hunter Douglas is the name that most people, it resonates with most people because their marketing is so strong. That's part of what we try and do here on the show every Saturday is educating the homeowner. In today's world, everything is so impulse and instantaneous and immediate and to think, oh, I'm going to have window treatments and you get a price and it's out of your budget. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That just means Now's not the time for that investment, but we've at least got a number, a goal to get there. And sure. if you are going for that name brand or, or whatever style it might be, uh, it, it doesn't have to be done today. Those windows, if we've done proper selection, if we've done proper install, they're going to be there next year, a year later. It just 
you know, have to live with your Elmo sheets for yeah. <laughs> until then. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking with B&B Blinds here at Rosie on the house. When we get back, y'all are actually moving, getting ready to move into a new location with a yes, new sir. showroom. So we we'll talk a little bit about that and how uh, that'll help homeowners that are in the window treatment or it's on their upcoming projects and to-do can come and help uh, help narrow down their options. Well, it's still fresh on my mind and I blow through the topic. I had mentioned going right into the break that y'all have a new location coming. We'll start with where could somebody come in today and see the showroom and What's it going to be in a couple of weeks or months from now? Yeah, so our current uh, location is at 1255 North Mondale Drive in Gilbert. Uh, we're located just off of Baseline in Cooper. And we have a small showroom that we can show you products and you can touch and feel and see some different options. Uh, but our next showroom coming up is going to be much larger and include a lot more options as far as not just window coverings that are being displayed, but new products that we're going to start offering. Uh, that would be located in the Santan Mall area off of Market Street and Santan Village Parkway, uh, right on the north uh, part of the intersection there. And some of the additions are include home soft goods, designer bedding, sheets, throws, designer pillows, area rugs of different sizes and different uh, quality levels, um, as well as side panel drapery, uh, semi-custom program that we're going to start offering as well. Um, and that's that's slated here in about six weeks or so uh, we're still working through the uh, the build out of that so we're getting everything aligned and getting ready and we'll have an announcement shortly on an exact date but in the meantime anybody could come back to the original location near cooper correct or we can do in-home consultations that we've always done which we'll continue to do and all those added products you were talking about when we're investing in window treatments if it's for a decorative aspect, so much of it ties into the rest of the room. Correct. So now you're just expanding and making it like more of an all-in-one package. Yes. Now, who does who gets to do the design work? Do you guys have to flip for that, or do you have a specialist? Well, if uh, if we do our jobs right, we don't do the design work. Um, uh, I don't know if you figured it. We're both dudes, and uh, no, it's uh, <clears throat> no, really, it's Cindy right now is. She's awesome. She is great when it comes to picking out window coverings. We will have folks that can help with with those sorts of de- decisions. We'll also have some designers that we can we can bring in on the backside if uh, if folks need design help. We we work with designers. What so. kind of life expectancy should I? Well, I'm expect hoping seventy five, eighty years. <laughs> oh, you're talking blinds. Um, well, if uh, <laughs> I'd take 75 yeah, today, yeah, I'd, I think I'd, I'd, by the time okay we get to 75, we'd probably be like, I'd, I'd take another 10, yeah, another 10, 15. <laughs> yeah. Got great, great, great grandkids coming. Yeah. Something like that. Now you can, you can typically, it all depends on the product. Um, with a very low end full blind, you're, you're looking at one to five years. If, you know, five years at the max, if somebody takes really good care of them and they don't trash them, uh, for the most part, and, and this all goes back to budget. Most most of the time, the more you spend, the better keep you're going to have on those on those products. So, if you have Hunter Douglas silhouettes or pirouettes where you've spent fifteen thousand dollars on your twelve to eighteen windows in your house, you're probably going to get a good ten to fifteen years out of them because you're going to maintain them. And like all things in our home, 
you incorporate kids and pets and all bets are off. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's it's all in, you know, it's all in how much care you take. What's the best option when we're looking at all the factors? When we're looking for privacy, functionality, and and design. Are you guys back to that the new rolling So this style? is where you're going to get two different answers. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. it's all a matter of opinion. He's going to say something, and I'm going to say shutters. As far as value, appeal, aesthetics, privacy, shutting out light, I'm a shutter guy. Steve is the exact opposite. He hates shutters. He's done (laughs) them for years. He still does them. However, he wouldn't put them in his house. No way. I have them in my house. So, (laughs) No, if uh, if it's me, I'm going with roller shades. Essentially, it's it's one of those things that's easy to operate, easy to motorize. You've got more options with them. You can motorize a shutter now. We do carry that. Um, shutters so are just... The, the slots are motorized the louvers, or will it The louvers open? tilt. Yeah, nice. the, yeah, yeah, the louvers will actually move, rotate up and down. Um, those can be on a timer as well, so you can program it to tilt when you want it to and close <laughs> when you want it to. Yeah, so it's, it's a really cool product. It's just that, for me, the, the drawback for me is shutters are big and heavy, and I like things to be light and airy and very modern, industrial look. That's just my, my taste, so a shutter doesn't fit. Chris... He's all over shutters. It's just his thing. No shortage of options on the market. Not at all. And but, price points from, you know, like you said, in, entry level to, uh, uh, could, could you ever hit a limit? <laughs> oh, no. No, no. We've, yeah. I've, I've done homes that have been well over $80,000 for, for window coverings. So it's, there is, you, you, can, you can spend as much as you want to spend and we'll, we'll certainly help you spend it. This B&B blinds, soon to be B&B blinds. And decor. And decor. You can find them in the window treatment category at Rosie on the House or uh, direct contact information. Uh, you can call our office. Uh, it's 480-991-1500. And in today's modern world, uh, no one's going to remember the phone number. Well, of course not. We're going to look it up on Monday or Tuesday sure. when we get around to to remembering that, oh, window treatments are, I was, was going to look into that this week. Yeah. <laughs> So we got email. Uh, it's one of those funny, you know, sales at blindsaz.com. Um, we can also uh, contact us through the Rosie on the House page. You can get it, get to us that direction as well. So. Steve, Chris, appreciate y'all taking some time out of your Saturday morning. And as we're continuing our mission to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend in our window month here, the month of March, all this will be available on podcast for uh, as, as long as the internet machine's still working. <laughs> <laughs> Technology. Looking through the windows, the window to your heart. Thank you for spending your Saturday morning here at Rosie on the House. We are now joined by Rod D. Giovanni. And Rod, as we wrapped up last segment with our voice from B&B Blinds, I asked him, best bang for your buck and they had two different opinions we could probably <laughs> we could probably bring everyone in the network uh in the window treatment category from bnb blinds a shutter shack to new west shutters and everyone would yep. have a different opinion when we're looking at functionality aesthetics privacy and price point what's the best bang for your buck in rod's world i'm gonna say roller shades particularly a solar roller shade, which is uh, a particular type of shade that is the fabric being used is designed uh, for insulation value. They're available in different opacities. Uh, you can get a solar shade that's 
blackout, you can get a solar shade uh, that is uh, a 1% open, 3% open. The more open, of course, that the fabric is, the more you're going to be able to see through it and the less insulation value. However, I mean, the 3% open is probably my favorite you know, uh, degree of openness. Uh, it still allows some view through it, but it acts as a really good insulator. The darker the color you're going to use, uh, you're going to get better glare, you know, blockage. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean color is not a huge issue for insulation. You can use a white or black, and the the different uh, actual insulation value is not going to be that. It's negligible. But the the feeling in the room, if you're if you put a white shade in, is going to be uh, less cool than if you put a black shade because it's going to really make it more dark and cave-like in there. So uh, that being said, you know people ask me that question a lot: Should I do a dark shade? Should I do a light one? It, it's really up to you. You're going to get a, a similar insulation value, but the feel in the room is going to be different with a darker shade. It's going to feel cooler. So once a homeowner makes a decision on that do you see that they keep that uniform throughout the house or i'm picturing it more on the north side where we don't get a lot of the direct maybe you do a lot more openness because you're not getting the direct sunlight south side west side of the house different kids rooms different color than the sure what's the elevation too i mean if you're facing south you're going to want a a more closed screen um, than you will if you're facing north uh, the east side, too, is, is murder in the morning, of course. <laughs> murder in the morning. Um, so what I've done here, too, I've got some notes, some cheat notes that I, I did uh, that I thought might help people. Uh, I've got my, you know, favorite, you know, uh, insulation-wise shades, uh, and I've got listed here a, an average square foot uh, price for each thing okay and and this is this is a little bit loose but if you're doing a good size or a good amount of windows in other words through half a house or more i would say these numbers are going to be pretty accurate and solar shades you're looking at 16 to 22 bucks a square foot if you have you know decent amount of square footage Um, and that ranks actually i've got shutters here honeycomb shades solar shades and sunscreens and I've got an average square foot price for you if you want to get into that. But We do, but before we get into all the, the different options, while we're on this solar, I had yeah. a, I want to talk a little bit more. You say it's designed for insulation. So is this just a, a fabric that's absorbed to desi- uh, absorb heat at the point of the window and not transfer into the home? What, how is a, a fabric cloth designed for insulation? Good question. I, you know, they're made out of, most of them are made out of a mixture of a polypropylene, fiberglass, and vinyl. Uh, and I think it's just a filtering process, depending on the, 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 either the design of the, of the screen itself or, you know, that's probably the most, or the fabric. You know, uh, I don't know technically and scientifically. <laughs> uh, I'd have to look that up for you. But, uh, I mean, it's proven. They've got it. They've got it listed on the back of the card exactly what, you know, what, how it soaks out the heat and all that sort of thing. So. Very cool. And when we're talking about 3%, is, is it like the, the weave starts to open up that we can see through or is it a— Yes. 
Yes, basically. I mean, I usually if people don't know what I'm talking about, I, I bring up Starbucks because everyone's been in the Starbucks coffee at one time or another. But those kind of places usually have a shade like that, some kind of a screen that comes down that they put down just one or two hours a day when the sun's hitting them in a certain time, you know, spot. Uh, and they know immediately what I'm talking about. Now, there are other solar shades that are more decorative that have prints on them as well. Kind uh, of so- like LSU Tiger print on it. Yeah. Right, exactly. You can customize maybe them. The, maybe you- the kids for their room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Batman shades. Um, so, yeah, uh, they're not... Yeah, they're not all real, you know, commercial looking or whatever. You can dress them up a little bit. And, and of course, anything, you know, my first advice to people is put something on the window because anything <laughs> you put on there rather than leaving it open is going to help. And you had mentioned 3% is your favorite. How open of a weave will the, the, fa- the solar fabric go to? 10%, 20%? Um, I think they go as high as like 14%. Okay. I mean, I've seen them that high. Uh, beyond that, it becomes more what they call a sheer, kind of just a sheer fabric where it's more decorative than anything else. I mean, it looks nice, but uh, and it will always help a little bit. But uh, if you're really trying to block heat, you know, I, I think 5% maybe is the most I would go, but I do like the three. Okay. And you're, you're quite a bold man putting numbers out because people will hold that to you. And I'm not talking like right now, right? You're going to get a call in like eight years and somebody's going to have it written down. You said between 16 and 22. <laughs> you forgot to say add 3% for inflation. You're compounding year over That's year. Right. That quote is good for 60 days. <laughs> but let's do a couple numbers here. I'm going to say four by six, pretty standard for a window. We're going to do 10 windows. So we're looking at 240 square feet for about 1,500 square foot home. So that's going to be on the low end, 38. You're up to about 5,200. So there's mm-hmm. a, a price range for about 240 square feet of window coverage. Yeah. Okay. So that covers, you call them solar screens? I call, them, I call them solar shades. Solar shades. Yeah. These are on a roll. And that is a mid-range sort of uh, area because that would be a, a manually operated shade because now you can motorize these things. You can hook them up to your your house uh, computer and all that sort of thing. But I'm talking a manually operated shade with a clutch and a chain. Okay. Yep. I better make that distinction. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's so many options out yeah, there. <laughs> there are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then from there you've got what's next on your list? The next uh, price group up would be um, honeycomb shades or cellulars. Some people call them cellulars. Some people call them honeycombs. And it's a fabric. It's a, it's a, a hybrid kind of product. It's a cross between a fabric and a paper product. And it, it's pleated. So when you look at it from the side, you're looking at a cell and that traps the, the air. And that's why they're actually very well rated in the, in the window treatment world uh, as being one of the highest as far as uh, good insulation value. And the, other, the other reason for that, I, I think, is because they are one of the only treatments that mounts from the top. So there's clips on the very top of the product, that, and that's the way. So they, they'll, therefore, they will go further to the edge of the window. There's less room on the sides for air to, to bleed through because of, when you have a roller shade, you've got a clutch on one side and, and a bracket, and they're mounted 
most of the time from the sides, so you got a little bit more gap. Uh, honeycombs are tighter, and you can also get honeycomb shades with a track system. Uh, it's a little bit of extra money, but they can run in a track on the side of the window. So, uh, and they are—I've got them down here for fifteen to twenty dollars uh, a square foot, and that's going to depend. Some of them are fancier fabrics; they're woven. Some of them are more papery, uh, but that's a pretty good range. Okay. About the same price point as the other one, so just a little bit different of a, a style. A little bit less than the Solars, but yeah. All right. We've got how many more to cover there? Uh, two. Okay. Uh, shutters, plantation shutters. Are, that's my favorite product of everything I do because it's longest lasting. It looks, I mean, it's decoratively wonderful. gives you a lot of uh, <clears throat> ways to... Uh, customize the room as far as light and, and mood and all sort of that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, they are going to run you in a wood shutter. Of course, shutters can be wood or faux. Um, uh, they're going to run, I, I've got down here, between 20 and $27 a foot. And the reason for the big gap is more finished than anything else because you can paint them or you can stain them. And then you've also got uh, they they go up in price, you know, considerably. If you've got a rounded top window or an arch, what they call an arch, shutter's going to jump in price there. Uh, but they're great. I mean, I love them, um, and uh, they do a great job. They they they're because they really they're attached to the window, the the wood underneath the window, the, the actual house, and they create that pocket in there, and they're forever basically. You don't have to do anything else. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I like th those are my favorite type of projects. When they're done, they're done. That's it. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. All right, last one. I have one more here, and that's you've covered this, I think, but it's sunscreens, exterior sunscreens, uh, and and they are good. I mean, if you if you if you've already got interior treatments, but the house is a little hot, you really want to kind of cut down on your electric bill a little bit without going for your lungs. So you just do the outside sunscreens, and I'm I'm putting a four to five dollars a square foot price on those now. Um, I hope I don't get killed about that, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's fair. And they they uh, you can take them off if you want. You know, when the when the weather's uh, cooler, uh, they're on the outside with clips, and they they match the uh, the aluminum frame around them uh, is going to match the the window uh, finish, whether it be white or bronze or. Or, or silver or whatever. So the, the one thing with those, if you're in a uh, HOA type situation, you want to make sure that they allow them. And they, sometimes they only allow certain colors and stuff there. So you got to be careful. But they're usually uh, available in 80, 85, 95% uh, openness. And that also refers to that openness issue generally refers to the amount of uh, UV uh, rays that, the blo that they block. Have you ever had any experience with window films? That's one that we opted not to cover just because the amount of limited <clears throat> application that we see that. But, I mean, it seemed right. like there was a point of time there. It flooded the market and then just – Right. I, I don't think I've heard a vehicle commercial in seven or eight years. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't know. I, I covered them when I first got into business for a while. They became uh, first of all, I was wasn't able to compete with a lot of guys on it, so I got away from it. But I never liked it, and and uh, the screens, uh, the way I was, you know, uh, 
told about this was that the, 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 the film allows the glass to heat up. So it's not as efficient as the screen. The screen, again, leaves a gap in between the glass and the screen, and it doesn't allow the, gl- the glass to heat up. Right. Mr. Rod D. Giovanni, we appreciate your time in this Saturday morning. Uh, listeners can find you at rosieonthehouse.com in the window treatment category. Uh, our direct contact information? Um, phone number, 480-612-7400. Uh, newwestshutter.com. Thanks, Romy. I'm a working man in my prime. And welcome back to Rosie on the House. We have a full panel of guests this hour as we're talking window treatments. We've been talking about selections, styles, options, uh, install. Let's talk about now protecting that investment. And, you know, we've got to get Mr. Jim Thomas of About Blind Cleaning on the air because. The amount of detailed information that goes into blind cleaning actually shocked me. Take it off, throw it in the washing machine, and hang it back up after it dries, right, Jim? No, you can't do that. <laughs> no, if you do that, you'll ruin your investment real, real fast. So talk about y'all's process and what happens when I contract about blind cleaning to show up on site. Well, what it is is that... I started out in 1995, and I knew there was a service that needed for the the valley here. And not just take your blinds down from your home, then bring them into a shop, but be mobile. And I designed a truck to be a, a mobile truck with a ultrasonic machine inside there, where that you can take the blinds down in front of the customer's house and lay them in there and. It, the ultrasonic of sound waves, it cleans them right and makes them look just like brand new. We have uh, been cleaning them going on 22 years by using ultrasonic. takes out all the dust mites, which a lot of blinds have after being up over five years. And what what is ultrasonic? I'm picturing these Jetsons oh, here. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, ultrasonic is uh, electronic sound waves, which is uh, the number one process in the world today for cleaning all types of uh, product. Uh, Emu, people buy toothbrush, uh, doctors have it in their uh, office when they're checking out their patients with ultrasonic. It's the number one process for everything just about to use. I'm sure it all depends on how long it's been since cleanings. What's our time frame on one window? Let's say we've got 15 square feet of drapes to clean. How long does that take? Well, it, it don't take no longer than uh, once we take them down, put them into to the truck, it would take about 10, 15 minutes to clean. And then we hang them on the side of our truck to let them air dry. And during that process, we're doing another blind at the same time. And how long would a cleaning like this last? Is this well, something I do every year, every two years? Well, since I've been in business and I had did a lot of research, and I found out most people don't call us till their blinds have been up over five years. They should get them clean every two years because of the health problem, because a lot of people in their home today suffer with allergies, and they're blind, especially the fabric ones, they collect a lot of dust and dust mites. A lot of that is from their blinds because when you open up your blinds, then all of a sudden 
you start a sneeze in a few minutes, that's the dust mites floating through the air. You spend a lot of time in research and continual training. I mean, this is one of those things you think, oh, well, I learned it once and I know how to do it. But the amount of continual training that you guys have to go through is pretty incredible. Yes. Well, there's one thing is 95% of the homes in the valley here have Hunter Douglas blinds in and I was the first company that went to school that Hunter Douglas put their name behind. So uh, Hunter Douglas look for people that want to be a professional in this business, and that's the reason why they have the school. So for them to promote you and when customers call to ask them who do they know and clean their blinds for them, they all feel very comfortable knowing that the company that they tell them has been to school, and I've been in business for 22 years, and out of 22 years, uh, I've been going to school for 11. And what does Hunter Douglas cover in these schools? Well, in the school, we always get updated, you know, for the new products that come in online. Uh, the new products now that has come out on the market I probably won't get a chance to clean them for another five years. I'm doing a lot of cleaning of the old products, especially the luminettes, the silhouettes. Uh, the ladies really likes them. So uh, the ones I have cleaned uh, and then process right now has been up at least 10 uh, to 15 years. Uh, one lady had her silhouettes up for 17 years when she bought a house. So we came in and restored them back, and they look just like brand new again. We're talking with Jim Thomas of About Blind Cleaning, a 22-year veteran of the industry and a veteran of the Korean War. We appreciate your service, Mr. Thomas. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And somebody looking for About Blind Cleaning, you can always find them in the cleaning category at Rosie on the House, or directly to Jim, your website and phone number? BlindCleaningArizona.com. Office number is 602-447250, and you always ask for Mary. And that's Jim's lovely wife. It's a family-owned and operated company, just like Rosie on the House. We've got a passion for locally-owned businesses, and we uh, enjoy the partnership. And we are just about out of time, so if you all have any questions, you can visit rosieonthehouse.com. The podcast will be available shortly. Gary will have it up by the end of the day. And, of course, everything we talk about, links, phone numbers, websites, you can always find it, Rosie on the House. Next Saturday, First Impressions Ironworks will be in studio with us. They make security screens for windows and doors, a great way to open up your house, let it breathe, and yet have the comfort and security knowing uh, your home is still secure. So we'll look forward to having them in studio. They make a great product, a great price point. They deliver all over the country based right out of here in Arizona. Until then, y'all be safe. We'll see y'all next Saturday.